Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We get some breaking news about education as the Toronto Star reports that the Ford government is planning to cut 10,000 teaching jobs over four years to save $850 million. Um, And some of those jobs will start to be cut by the start of the new year. Now, I don't know what the basis of this report is or how it's going to be done. But we do know that under the Wynn government, uh, increased teaching, they increased teaching jobs by almost 20%, even though enrollment has gone down. And we know that under the Wynn-McGinty government, the education budget tripled from 2010. It went up from $10 billion to $30 billion. But we also know that Doug Ford stated that no jobs will be cut. In fact, he told John Oakley earlier today, uh, you know, and he's been talking about the fact that frontline jobs will not be cut. So I don't know, again, where these cuts will take place. It could very well just be through attrition. But he has stated matter-of-factly that no frontline jobs in teaching will be lost. And of course, this all comes down on the same day, which means the leak of this story, which apparently came out from one of the boards. So details of the plan uh, were leaked out from one of the provincial school boards. But it comes on a day where 100,000 students from up to 700 schools walked out of school to protest Ford's changes to education. And the premier coming out saying matter-of-factly that this is union-driven. Not entirely, but he's also not wrong. Let's bring in Catherine Swift to the conversation, former president and CEO of the Federation of Independent Businesses and now with Working Canadians. Hello there. Hi, Alex. So what do you make of this uh, latest leak to come out about the Ontario government cutting 10,000 teaching positions? And of course, this came out uh, in the the Toronto Star, and apparently it was sent out to the directors of education and senior business officials in the province's school boards, which means they happily leaked this out to make sure it caught lots of attention. Of course. And and, I I guess we'll have to see if it's real or not, and you know, if it's just some speculative thing or whatever. But as you said in your intro there, uh, the massive increases in education spending with, mind you, zero, in fact, uh, worsening education outcomes. I mean, it would be one thing if we had this fabulous result in terms of student achievement, but we had nothing of the sort. We threw all this money at it and all those more teachers. um, And what did we get? Worse results in things like, you know, essential things like mathematics and whatnot. And uh, the, the whole, the whole our, our school system is run by the unions right now. And I think parents and taxpayers, because, you know, we're all involved here, need to realize what's going on and make it stop. Because, you know, the, the, the unions will protest endlessly against Ford, of course. And mind you, I'm old enough, plenty old enough, to remember them protesting against Bob Ray. They protested against the Liberals when they were in. They will protest always. And until they've got all of our money, they won't be happy. 
so, you know, this, this so-called student protest, what a farce. Yeah, it was totally driven by the unions. Some of the autism protests that are going on, yeah. the, they're, they're driven by unions. So let's call these unions out for what they are. They want our money. They clearly don't care about what's the quality of the services that you know, are provided. Uh, that's been proven time and time again. And I think we all need to realize it and say it has to end. Yeah, I mean, it, it is going to take someone uh, with a spine to do this, and Ford has made it pretty clear that he will take them on, and I think he will, because we're starting to see, you know, whether it's the public sector, which we learn now, $72 billion a year is paid out to them to, to you know, to function. That is not sustainable. We know that the former government bloated the public sector, including teachers, because, you know, while enrollment came down in most jurisdictions, Teaching jobs kept getting uh, brought in. But I'll tell you, you know, it's interesting that the leak comes out from one of the possible uh, provincial school boards. That is an area that Ford should have cut. He could have closed all the boards and amalgamated them into uh, almost like a super board and cut a lot of staff that way. Oh, well, yeah, the school boards have been, they've proven themselves incapable of managing money for decades now. Yeah, and yeah. I, you got to wonder yeah. what they do. Um, but there, there's just so much material here. Uh, the, the autism protests, I found it so rich that the teachers, uh, unions, uh, who never, uh, you know, never end asking for more money uh, are saying, you know, maybe, you know, more money should be devoted to autism. This is not a, a bottomless pit in mm-hmm. terms of the money there. Mm-hmm. And so maybe the teachers should say, you know, we're, gonna, we're not going to ask for any increases in this next contract. We want that money to go toward autism. Wouldn't that be a, a shocker? <laughs> yeah, well, it would be. But look, I don't want to throw all the teachers under the bus. My, my son's teachers no, are terrific. Like and But even even when I said, I said, do, do you back your union? I mean, they said, no, you know, it, it's, it's what it is. We have to pay the dues. And I don't agree with them. And I just kind of wish they wouldn't do this. So I don't think the unions actually represent all the teachers. And I don't think they should be expecting one cent in raises this year as they go into these contract negotiations over the summer uh, because we don't have the money. No, you're absolutely right, and and I'm I, I'm I'm trying to be very specific and save the yeah. unions yeah. because you're absolutely right. I know a lot of teachers; we all do, and and so many of them do not like what the union's doing. Uh, however, we know from past experience that the teachers try to get you know say we don't agree with the unions, they get punished, they get shunned. The, you know, there's all kinds of downsides by the thuggish unions on this. Something else on the overall compensation side, I think, that deserves mentioning is that there's been a ton of research done over the years. Government employees in general, uh, in, if the, you include benefits, those very rich pensions the rest of us don't have, health and dental, better than the rest of us, and on and on and on, but mind you, we pay for them all, the, the differential is anywhere from 25 to 40 percent in terms of higher compensation in the public sector. You're not saying you want people. People are not suffering in the public sector. Quite the contrary. The taxpayers, the private sector taxpayers that pay them are the ones that are suffering. So the notion of something can be done here that's fair, hopefully to everyone, public sector workers, as well as fair to taxpayers. Something, some gradual change over time. But until we get a grip on this, we're going to continue to have massive debts. And when we're spending a billion dollars a month on debt service, Mm -hmm. just interest on the debt that we would like to, I mean, I think all Ontarians would rather see that put into healthcare, you know, sensible spending. Um, We've got to do something. Something's got to give here. 
Well, it will give it. It's going to be, I think, a very raucous uh, next few months because, as you well know, the contract negotiations for education are up. So over the summer, we're going to see protests. But we're also going into a federal election and whether that happens sooner than the fall. Uh, but the unions are going to be, I think, very heavily involved in campaigning because uh, there is a shift going on that pushes against their their self-interest. And so I think it's important because the kids and the parents tend to get caught in the middle of this and absolutely the, the absolutely. rhetoric can be very very loud yeah of course they can and and uh there's a lot of reform you know as this is a topic for another day perhaps there's a lot of reform in the laws that pertain to unions in canada uh in many countries they wouldn't be allowed to both collect forced mandatory union dues and engage in partisan politics like we see them do in there that we know they're going to do it in the federal election it's already started Mm -hmm. they're doing it in alberta right now because alberta's got an election going on and of course they do it in ontario every single provincial election here and i but i think i think the 80 percent of us that do not work for government we've got to realize the government unions they are not our friends (laughs) they want more and more of our money they seem to have absolutely zero concern about the finances of the province, about the quality of public services, and about the burden they're placing on the rest of us. It's time we all called called them for what they are, which is greedier than a lot of the capitalists and businesses that they love to criticize. Yeah, because there's there's just never any end to the to the demands from them. No, it's time we all said enough already. Yeah, it, it is it is somewhat ironic because a lot of the debt that the t- you know the kids are are going to be burdening uh, you know upon graduation and even now as they're out there protesting, they owe twenty four thousand dollars like every other Ontarian, and, and a lot of that is because of the spike in education costs. And so, I think if they knew that, maybe they would. Um, you know, change and direct their ire uh, elsewhere. Having said that, um, I don't think the Ford government's doing itself any favors by dancing around on this head of a pin. Be honest. You were voted in on austerity. You were voted in as a protest to the Wynn government. People are expecting change. So instead of telling us all this BS about, well, teachers are our friends and we want a good education, just be honest. We have to cut because we've got this debt and this is what you need to expect. I would rather just have some honest dialogue at this point. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I I totally agree. They should just lay it out there. Things shouldn't be coming out in leaks no, or, or whatever. It's terrible. It should yeah. come out in a straightforward way. We have to do this. This is why they want to, you know, they may well want to try to be fair to everyone. Um, and But they, let, let's face it, I mean, the unions aren't, <laughs> they're not going to let up no matter what. They want a compliant government. And what a compliant government means to the rest of us that pay the freight is bad news, higher taxes, and not not only not improved services, worsening services. But on this student strike, I mean, can you imagine you're, you're a kid in high school, you're getting a day off to go and yell and scream. That sounds like great fun. And they don't, they don't, they don't understand the issues involved. Of course they don't. So you can't blame the kids. Uh, they're doing this as, uh, you know, it's kind of an entertaining little diversion from their average school day. Yeah, unfortunately, though, you know, and I think a lot of them come into it with a, with um with a lot of passion and and goodwill, but the games being pl- played on both the political side and the union side, uh, it's gross because it's getting played on their backs. It is, and then like I say, we're we're all paying for it. Yeah. So let, let's not delude ourselves that uh, this doesn't involve every single one of us in Ontario. Indeed, Catherine, always appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. We'll have you on again because Lord knows it's gonna be loud. <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs>
Yes, it is. <laughs> that is Catherine Swift uh, with uh, Canadian Working Canadians. And by the way, Working Canadians, I mean, the reason Catherine knows so much about this stuff is Working Canadians is there to combat working families, which was a group made up of public sector union workers putting out all this, you know, all these attack ads that you see during the elections. They spend millions of dollars attacking whatever conservative um, uh, candidate is put into action. So Catherine started up working Canadians to give the private sector a voice. You know, hey, you can't just have these public sector unions spending all this money to, you know, protest uh, under the guise of, of working families and such when what it is is public sector unions trying to make a lot of money um, and making sure that the person in government they want gets there and they go on the attack of the one that they see as a threat. So make no mistakes about it, Mr. Ford. You have picked a fight and it's coming to you. Here on Point on Global News Radio.